Welcome to On Texas Football. Happy Saturday morning to you and yours. Uh, I'm Bobby Burton alongside CJ Vogel. CJ's a, a regular here now on On Texas Football. Glad to have him. CJ, uh, let's get started. Big recruiting weekend for the Longhorns. We've been prepping it all week, talking about it. Uh, right now, there's one guy that came on campus that we were debating whether or not he was going to come. He didn't really say it publicly, but we can confirm that he is in Austin. That's Ty Anthony Smith, uh, the young man out of Jasper that's been committed to Texas A&M for three, four, five, six months, whatever it's been. And he's been waffling on his decision with A&M. Uh, but late Friday night or afternoon, Jerry Hamilton put in a uh, RPM pick for uh, Ty Anthony Smith to Texas. That follows up on Steve Wilfong doing something similar uh, for Ty Anthony Smith to Texas. It looks like the Longhorns have a bunch of momentum with Ty Anthony Smith with just five days to go before National Signing Day. Yeah, it's it's big because, again, Texas is not in the market or was not in the market for a linebacker seemingly the entire cycle after kicking the tires on Ty Anthony earlier this year. I know they kind of flirted around with Peyton Pierce and Justin Williams as well. Uh, but nothing ever really seemed to stabilize in that linebacker market. Uh, I had someone reach out to me last week and said, you know, if, if he ever does make it to campus, look out because things might happen pretty quickly there. Texas got him to campus. Uh, obviously, some predictions have come in, you know, over the, over the last 48 hours. As a result, Texas is in that position right now to pull off the flip from its in-state rival at Texas A&M. Uh, it's big. Again, Texas is – after pulling off, you know, a borderline, however many when you call it, five guys in the 2023 cycle at the linebacker position, continue to build at that position is key moving into the SEC. I, I look at it, and uh, Ty Anthony uh, is a good all-around player. One of the things that I was told that is, is he was told that he would be the only linebacker uh, pledge in this class. That may be why Texas canceled the official visit of Hunter Andrews out of Magnolia, uh, who is uh, committed to uh, committed to Utah as a linebacker as well. One other thing about Ty Anthony, I think that's uh, interesting here. Uh, he's not the only A&M commitment that is looking to peel off a little bit. Draylon Miller out of Silsby uh, down in Southeast Texas. Weston Davis out of Beaumont United. Uh, Davis went to LSU already. Miller is committed to Colorado. Then you have another East Texas, a couple other East Texas guys. Terry Bussey from Timpson is now not going to sign in the early signing period. He's been committed to Texas A&M forever. Uh, D'Alen Evans was committed to Texas A&M forever from East Texas. Now he's going to wait until the early or until the second signing period as well and may end up visiting Texas, by the way. That's a big defensive lineman out of Longview Pine Tree. All right, let's talk about the next guy. And this one's important, in my opinion. Xavier Filsamay is on campus in Austin. He came in on Friday afternoon with his father. Uh, give, give us the latest on that situation, CJ. Yeah, Filsamay made it down late. Friday evening, right around six o'clock, he made his way over to the Moncrief, you know, athletic complex where Texas has all their official visits and and sets up with the staff and, and the, the recruiting team over there. Uh, again, this is a guy Texas has really been chipping away with since uh, the Red River shootout. We, we mentioned it yesterday on the show. Texas, again, is in a position to flirt around with, you know, that defensive back room. And it's a it's a prospect right now that once you get him to fully developed, He's going to be a good player, and I, I do think now that you have him on the official visit, uh, he he went on Instagram Live last night. He was in the jersey. He was you know showing himself around uh, in the Texas locker room. Looks like he was enjoying his his time on campus, and I have to imagine uh, a visit this late 
is going to bode well for Texas. Uh, I have a I have a good feeling about Xavier Filsamy there. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting. Uh, we're talking about Steve Sarkeesian, what he does. He always recruits through the whistle. That's one of the, the phrases that people use for him. Smith been committed to A&M. Phil Samy committed to Florida. He's a five-star prospect, ran a 10.55 or so 100-meter uh, dash. Uh, then the, the last high school player that also came in this weekend, Alex Foster out of Greenville, Mississippi. He's also committed somewhere else. He's committed to Baylor, uh, 6'5", 255, 60 pounds or whatever. Uh, he is one of the more raw players in this recruiting class. But take, Texas definitely kicking the tires late on the young man from Greenville, Mississippi. Yeah, you talked about, you know, three guys coming in on the high school ranks that are all committed elsewhere. And, you know, it's Saturday morning, so you're feeding the family, hoping everybody's having a good breakfast. There could be a lot of pancakes, you know, pancake emojis coming around for the flips in the near future. It's it's getting interesting right now for Texas recruiting. And Foster's certainly in that, you know, category as well. You mentioned it. He's on campus. Uh, I was actually chatting with Foster dating back to early October when Texas really started to get involved there. Uh, there was plans for him to visit for the Oklahoma, or the Kansas State game. Excuse me. Those fell through. He's kind of been, you know, on the fence about whether he had, you know, times and the means to get to Austin. Finally, he's here. And it does look like Texas is is at least at the very least, considering what they might do with him at the defensive line spot. Uh, again, like you said, very raw, but a kid from Mississippi that shows the athletic tools that he has at 6'5 and 260 more times than not. Uh, with a good system like Bo Davis, it's going to pay off in the end. And so it, it's going to be one to watch, and it's it's intriguing moving forward. He's a guy that you you count on the development, CJ. 100%. I mean, that's, that, that's, the, that's the kind of guy he's, he's – He's so raw, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, you want guys that have the upside because Bo Davis, Torrey Becton, those guys you think can get it out of them. I will say this, Longhorn's also looking at two other defensive linemen potentially for this class, uh, and they may be running into a numbers situation at some point because we mentioned D'Alen Evans uh, out of Longview Pine Tree wanting to visit Texas in January after Blake Gideon saw him this week. Uh, Dominic McKinley out of Lafayette. Don't forget about him. He's not. He's another AM commit that is not going to sign on the first signing day and is going to wait until the second signing period. He also, and he's a five-star player. So, I mean, all of these lists and things going on, Steve Sarkeesian likes to play. He likes to play till the very end when it comes to recruiting. He's not scared to go into the end. Uh, speaking of that, though, we, we also need to talk about, I, I, I want to say this, Texas at 21 commitments right now. They can go to 23-24. Ty Anthony Smith, Xavier Phils to me, and then one more lineman. That may be 24. That may get to 24. And I'll add this. Phils to me and Smith are both early enrollees, CJ. Right. That would get Texas 17. It's unheard of. Unbelievable. I mean, uh, unbelievable. All right. I want to I want to keep going here because we need to go into the portal uh, for everybody this morning. Also, Texas hosting at least two portal uh, recruits starting on Friday going into the weekend. There may be more. We're going to talk about that. But those two portal recruits are Andrew Makuba, uh, a nickel out of Clemson, originally from Austin LBJ, and then Matthew Golden, originally from Klein Kane, but played at Houston last or the past two seasons, uh, high school teammate of Jaden Blue. Uh, a, he is a wide receiver. Uh, tell us what you know about both Makuba and Golden and where you think those guys may be looking strongly at right now. 
Yeah, Makuba's a fun one. He's one that I was very, very much, you know, in the know about whenever he was a a, a player, a prospect back at uh, Austin LBJ, you know, back in the day. Um, he was one that I, I was very close with at the time. And when he came down to his decision, it was Clemson in Texas. And at the time, it wasn't Steve Sarkeesian's staff, and it wasn't how Texas is running its recruiting strategy and, and approach today. And I think at the end of the day, going to an established program that was winning at the time was ultimately that one out for him. Uh, Makuba's family is obviously deep-rooted in the city of Austin. He loves being back in this area. His brother's going to Sam Houston State. He's going to be a freshman at Sam Houston State next year. And I think it's pretty important for his family to be able to go see both of them while they're still in college, uh, beginning their playing days. And so uh, I, I believe we've mentioned this in the past as well. Guess who's on staff now? His old high school head coach, Jamal Finner, who's now the director of uh, high school relations for the Texas recruiting department. Very important piece right there. Those two were closed back in the day. Uh, I can't imagine there's a bigger uh, gravitational pull elsewhere for Makuba right now than what is happening right now with Finner. Uh, I did think Oklahoma was going to be interested there. Uh, If you go back to Makuba's best year at Clemson, it was under Brent Venables. You know, that freshman year that he had in 2021, freshman All-American, Venables was leading the charge there. There were rumors back in 2022 that he might enter. And had he entered, I think Oklahoma would have been the play. I don't think Oklahoma is going to be uh, getting him on campus before any type of decision comes down. As a result, I don't see Oklahoma beating out Texas for Makuba right now. So you, if you had a crystal ball or RPM pick or whatever, would you put Makuba to Texas? Yeah, this is new for me, so I'm in, but 100%. Yeah, I guess okay. not on like the confidence, but yes, I, yes, I would. I got you. No, this, I'm going to go back and ask you about the high school guys too, CJ. I think that's a fair question. Uh, what about Matthew Golden? Uh, he is a touchdown maker from Houston. Two, two, two kick returns for touchdowns this year, six, pass, uh, six receiving touchdowns as well off of 38 receptions. What, what are your thoughts? I like Golden. I like Golden a lot. I think Texas fans saw this year, you know, just how explosive and dynamic he can be. 88 yards, two touchdowns. Both touchdowns came at pretty, you know, opportune times for Houston. So uh, you see the fit. You see the natural fit at both returner and on the, you know, the offensive side of the ball to be a kind of a, a seamless transition from Xavier Worthy. I was told right away. If he enters the portal, Texas should be the team to look out for. And where is he visiting first? It is Texas. Uh, Right right now, I have to imagine Texas is the team to beat. I don't know where else he'll be visiting right now. That's something I'll be checking in, uh, you know, with guys around him. But getting that that visit early on right now for Matthew Golden is very key. And you're going to see the immediate need Texas has at receiver in 2024. It's going to be a key selling point. And obviously, Jaden Blue is now thriving in a, in a nice role as well. The two high school teammates together, uh, once again, is, is seeming like. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Yeah, Golden showed up later than McCoob and the other, the other visitors on Friday evening, uh, but uh, quickly got to the festivities. A couple other notes in the portal that we want to talk about before we go back on, on some things. Tyler Barron, a defensive end edge prospect out of Tennessee, may be visiting Texas uh, beginning on Saturday. 
His high school, uh, or his, excuse me, his college teammate, Danico Slaughter, was thought to possibly be visiting Texas as well. That's the defensive back, but he went ahead and committed to Arkansas. Texas did not push on that uh, that one. Uh, then the other one that we're hearing is Brandon Johnson, the defensive back out of Duke. Uh, keep an eye on him. Holden stays uh, the tight end out of uh, Atlanta's Westminster High School. Uh, played at uh, Notre Dame this year. He is now officially committed to Tennessee. However, these commitments are non-binding in Texas. If JT Sanders does go pro, expect the Longhorns to throw their hat in the ring before things get done with the volunteers uh, in Holden stays. We'll see what all plays out. Also, Trey Moore, uh, the uh, outside edge guy from UTSA that had 14 sacks last year for the Roadrunners. He is on campus at Alabama uh, this weekend. Uh, that We believe that to be the case. Uh, Texas and Alabama expected to be one of the two expected to be the play. I talked to his marketing agent on Friday. He said that it's going to be one of those two teams, and it'll likely be sometime before Christmas uh, for a timeline there, CJ. Well, good deal. That's a, what a 10-day window right there for Trey Trey Moore, uh, one of the most dynamic edge rushers in all of college football. 17 tackles for loss, 14 and a half sacks. I think that ranks second in the entire country. So something to watch there. Texas is very excited about what they are returning at the edge positions. I know that, you know, getting to the quarterback has been not a gripe, but one of those areas on the team where you are hoping for more and more and more. Obviously the pressures have been a high topic uh, of the last two years, but if you can add a guy with great experience of getting to the football, that rotation just gets even more experience, even more productive and it's exciting uh, moving forward for the Texas defensive end uh, position. I, I agree with you. I'm going to go, I'm going to say this too. I want to talk about two more subjects here on a Saturday morning. Uh, Malik Murphy, uh, the Texas quarterback, one of uh uh, eight players in the portal for the University of Texas that uh, were former players now moving on. Uh, it came out via tweet that he has set three official visits to, to date, Duke, Oregon State, and Baylor. So coast to coast and down the middle <laughs> in Texas. So th this is what people are saying. Oh, he's going to go back to the West Coast. That, I mean, quarterbacks got to find a place to play. Uh, everybody wishes uh, uh, Malik the best. Hey, one of the things that happened on Friday, they did get back on the practice field a little bit, CJ, and you had some insight on some players. Uh, you know, Steve Sarkeesian said this year that some players can stay for the bowl game and still go in the portal if they do everything right. Uh, what are you hearing about of the eight players, which ones stayed and practiced with the team on Friday? Yeah, a uh, word I've got about the guys that have – you know, express interest in or at least the intent to enter the portal that have remained around with the team to practice include Casey Kane uh, at the wide receiver position, Sawyer Gorham Welch on the line, and uh, uh, Larry Turner Gooden, excuse me, in the, in the back end of the defensive secondary. Three guys who, uh, you know, kind of in that, that back end of the depth chart right there, but it is that weird time, you know, for, for teams that are in that playoff push. You know, the, the four teams that are there obviously – a lot of guys on the, that team that aren't seeing the reps that they want to see are thinking about their future and just where they want to be moving forward. It's kind of an, you know, an unfortunate spot for those guys. Uh, not only do you miss out, especially Malik Murphy, and I, I might be going off the rails here a little bit, Bobby, but how unfortunate is it for him to be in a position to be one snap away from leading his football team 
to a possible national championship, but having to depart to the portal because of the window and how the market quickly kind of dries up. It's it's unfortunate, but that's just the world of college football, how it is today. Um, but yeah, those three guys have been in practice, or at least we're at practice on Friday afternoon. Uh, I, I'm eager to see if anybody returns to the football field. Uh, but for now, those are the three I'm expecting to be uh, with the team throughout to the, the bowl games. So Kane, Larry Turner, Gooden, and Sawyer Gorham Welch staying on. Uh, let, let's uh, let me ask you another question because uh, we're talking about the portal. Uh, Texas losing not only Murphy but also B.J. Allen, Jalen Catalan, Isaiah Nayor. Those guys kind of gone now. Xavion uh, uh, Bryce, another one, a young man, uh, defensive yep. back corner. Uh, but look, juxtapose what's happening at Texas right now with what's happening at A and M. Uh, because I mean, we look Texas A&M. Their their guys are all over the map right now. It's my understanding that a lot of them have a deadline of December fifteenth to make up their mind to either stay or go. And if they don't stay, they're not welcome back. Kind of thing. Right. You know, wh- what are you thinking right now as as it relates to all of that, CJ? I mean, uh, it just seems like A&M is is in a in a a, a pickle there. Oklahoma has lost all of their starting offensive line for next year at this point. Uh, your, your thoughts in general on other teams in the portal at this point? Yeah, I think if you're looking at it from a Texas perspective, you're thinking at it that you're look you're pretty, you know, scot-free with it. You know, obviously there's some big names, uh, some guys that you were hoping probably to be a little bit more productive in their career. Jalen Catalan, Isaiah Nayor, uh, Malik Murphy, of course, in that conversation as well. But when you compare that to the regional rivals, Texas is not hurting at all with what's leaving the program at the moment. Uh, I was just doing the math in my head right now. A&M's up to 13 guys in the portal. Oklahoma's up to 14 with Aaron Parks having entered late last night. Those two teams are sitting at 102 career starts and 68 career starts, where Texas is losing just nine, nine, nine career starts out of eight guys entering the portal. What we're going to see, you know, in these bowl games against Washington and potentially a national championship whether it be guys continuing to depart or not, the current roster in too deep is not being affected at all when it comes to production on the field and guys leaving for the portal. Uh, obviously, Jalen Catalan is probably that one guy that you could point to and say it would be nice to have him on the field. But for the last five weeks, what have we really seen from him on the field? Not a whole lot because of injuries and how uh, really the rotation has kind of panned out. So I would say Texas is sitting here, you know, looking like a king almost by what's departing and won't be there necessarily uh, for the college football playoff. Yeah. I think relatively speaking is what you're saying. And I completely agree. I think everybody would, I mean, I think Texas coaches are probably tickled a little bit. It's gone better maybe than what they even had anticipated. All right. um, Hey, I do have another uh, question for you. I I promised uh, the the listeners here and viewers that I would uh, pass back around and make you make a decision here. Uh, on the guys that are on that we know are on campus, Ty Anthony Smith, you think he flips to Texas or stays with Texas A&M? I think he flips to Texas. Again, this goes back to a week ago. If he gets to campus, and he is, I, I think he's a he's a goal. Okay. Xavier Filsamy, same thing. Question. Yes. I, I, I think Filsamy is going to be in the class. Uh, too much turmoil at Florida, and Texas knocked out the in-home and is doing a good job uh, so far getting into campus for the OB. And then Makuba and Golden, same thing? So far, yeah, I, I think. <laughs> so, it, look, I mean, 
we we've talked about we talked about all week, CJ. You weren't you weren't on with the coffee and football with us and stuff. But I mean, I, I I've been around a long time. You've been around long enough as well now uh, to know that when you're, it's like my dad says. Now you're cooking with hot grease, you know. Right now, now you know you're a little bit on fire and, and got things going the right direction. And I think that's where Texas and Steve Sarkeesian. I mean, look, this does not the the rarity of it needs to be understood. Um, it's been 15 years since Texas has been in a national playoff hunt, uh, much less in, in games that matter like this. Uh, but what's more is it, it's just the same old story for me. And I I I, I will say it until I'm blue in the face because it matters. And that's that they're building something. And, you know, that's that's all we can hope for. That's the best right. we can hope for. All right. Do you have anything you want to add before we get out of here this morning? Uh, I know we're early on early. Anything you else want, you want to add? I was going to say I was 11 years old when Texas played in that last championship game. So this is exciting to, to experience it the way it is now. Um, and, again, you know, I, I going back to the, the pr- pr- prediction picks for those uh, – prospects at the moment i kind of like i you know when the, when the the panel the 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 big panel puts up the the score projections and who's going to win the game and everybody puts up you know this team every single t- everybody has that one team up to, to win oh you never know what's going to go issue there but uh, but i feel good with those four guys um again like you said texas is building a nice culture that people want to be a part of you're seeing the results on the field and it's attractive you know, we talked about being in the city of Austin with everything around it, including the NIL opportunities. Who wouldn't want to play at Texas right now? You're 11 and one, you're number three in the country, and you're playing for a national championship. Compare it to Norman, Oklahoma, and College Station. And I think you may be right. All right. That's CJ Vogel. I appreciate you joining us here. That's been a Saturday morning conversation on Texas football. Thanks, CJ. Thanks, Bobby.